Hi guys, welcome back to Let's Talk Ethnic. Thank you so much for join, joining again today. So today we're on the last episode of season three, which was about mental health. So it's episode four and we're joined by another amazing podcast group, um, SM Podcast, which I'm sure everyone's heard of before. We're joined by Hakima and Leila today, who are going to be discussing mental health in our community again. They're going to be talking about their experiences um, in terms of how they um, spoke um, on mental health in their podcast as well because they've done a lot of work on that um, and we'll be just getting to know them a bit more and the work they do so let's just get straight into it um, so girls thank you so much for joining us today um, so I guess just to begin with we just kind of want you guys to introduce yourself let us know a bit about yourselves and kind of what was the driving force for you to start SM podcast um, hi I'm Hakima um, but yeah as you said I'm a law student and I'm one third of the podcast. I'm Leila. Um, I'm a pharmacy student and I'm also one third of the podcast. And we have Hamda, but she's not with us today. And she's the other part. She's a uni student as well. Yeah, we started our podcast, I think it was 2019, February. Um, and we started it genuinely because we wanted more awareness on um, mental health issues in the Somali community at first. Um, genuinely, because I think it was, we realized that there were a lot of people around us um, in the Butte Town area who, whenever we had conversations with, suffered with their mental health and didn't really know how to deal with it or even talk about it. Um, so when we started our podcast, we wanted it to be um, a light-hearted way of people to um, speak up about mental health in the community and um, be aware of what kinds of mental illnesses there are um, and how to sort of address it themselves and to make it less of a taboo issue. Um, so that's sort of why we started the podcast. Great, amazing. Yeah, um, I mean, I've been seeing you guys um on social media and things like that for for you know a number of years now about two years like you said and I remember there was times when you guys would hold events in the local community so like people would come and do like spoken word or genuinely just talk about you know what they're feeling like and I think it's really important for um these conversations to be opened up and because you gave a platform and it's a bit difficult now because of you know restrictions and things like that so you can't really hold as many events as you probably would have but you've given a platform for people to sort of come forward and know that it's okay to have these discussions. And I think it's important for people to feel that they can come to your events, not not be judged or looked down upon. You know, everybody's there to sort of, you know, leave that room gaining something, whether that's knowledge um, on mental health or just to have a bit more of an understanding um, all together so I think it's really good that you guys have done things like that hopefully you know when things start to open up a bit more you'll be able to um start back up some events and things like that but um our next question was um what challenges do you think the young people in our community are facing when it comes to mental health so whether that's something that you know from your own knowledge or knowledge that you've gained from you know having these discussions with young people I think it's just also um, like one challenge is not having anyone to speak to about it so especially people our age because um, we have like well uni students I feel like especially with the university we don't have anyone 
to actually go up to. We have mentor um, mentors in school, but we don't have that. We have a barrier. That's what I think personally. So it's it's much harder for us as 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 uni students to go up to people, or even in the BAME community, we can't. It's harder for us to speak to our parents about, or oh, this is how we feel, and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. And in our communities, it's so much harder for us to open up and have these discussions. I think that's, you know, what we've said as well a couple of times on our podcast as well, that because these discussions aren't opened up in our ethnic communities, then, you know, no one's going to really feel comfortable enough to come forward and have these discussions. So, like, it it's the case of, I think, when these discussions do happen, it allows young people to feel as if though it's normal for them to talk about it um because there's loads of taboos isn't it like whether it's you know culture religion or even just judgment and things like that right yeah I agree um I genuinely believe um that the older generation don't know how to deal with their own mental health issues so it's more or less like um a cycle that is constantly repeating itself in the sense of nobody really knows how to deal with their own mental health issues and how the older generation have like say in the Somali community have come from war and difficulties um and they didn't have time to think about what that has done to their own mental well-being um and it now impacting the younger generation when it comes to them speaking about their own personal issues and what's affecting their mental health so if the older generation don't really know where to turn, it's a bit more difficult for the younger generation to look up to people to follow if there's already not a lot of people there to, to show impact or help for. Um, you know, it's seeped down definitely into our generation. That's why obviously it is a bit more difficult for um, our generation to talk about it. But I think like, you know, with what we're doing now with what your podcast doing and so many other people are trying to like, get that you know remove that barrier overcome that barrier but it is difficult I feel like you know trying like you know trying to deal with something that we've never had to before and obviously you know a lot of the times you can't really blame the older generation they just had to come yeah. and live with it they didn't have the services they didn't have like anything like I was talking to my auntie about it and she said when like when they came they came in like the 80s or no my granddad came actually way before that years and years before that but you know she was like no there was not any services she was literally said there wasn't Mm. like you know now we have some services or we have accessible services back then they literally didn't have anything so can you imagine most of them working in factories minimum wage they probably don't even know to cover their money properly and things like that all these things or they're by themselves as well all these things that they're going through they don't have any help and obviously then yeah. that's seeped into our parents that's seeped into us so it's like so it's, it's it's honestly crazy it's actually really heartbreaking as well to think that that's what people have to go through and those challenges are still they still remain and it's so yeah. difficult to overcome them I agree um especially because like you said mental health illnesses weren't acknowledged at all within the like past years and the older generation, no services were available for them. But on the other hand, it's really nice being able to say now with um, my aunties and just older, the older generation I speak to, um, whenever I speak to them about mental health issues, for them to now relate and say, oh, I have anxiety about this in my life and I have stress about this, 
it's nice to, you know, for them to acknowledge it in today's generation. It feels like a breakthrough. Um, so even though it's a, a huge shame that there was no help given to the older generation in the past, it's quite hopeful to see that they have now acknowledged what mental health illnesses are and how to seek help and how to address it and whatnot. But yeah. I think we've come a long way, um, especially since uh, the 80s and 90s in understanding the issues around mental health. And, you know, we're much more open to our conversations. I mean, it shows like we get on a podcast. I mean, both of yourselves get on a podcast and talk about it openly with other people as well. And in the past few weeks, we, you know, we had Zara and Amira come and talk uh, and share their experiences as well. So, you know, there has been lots of progress made, but I think, you know, we still are at a stage where people are not normalizing that this these things can happen and, you know, really struggle to understand and have these conversations. I guess, uh, first, Leila, I guess for, for your question for you is, what do you think our local communities need to do in order to open up a bit more about these discussions around mental health? And then, yeah, we can go to Hakima. I think um, to engage the older generation, so like our parents, maybe to have, because it's much harder now with COVID, can't do much events, but maybe an open Zoom event just for parents to come together and explain what kind, what are, what is stress, what is anxiety. Also, the government can give more funding towards these communities as well, so they can have that platform to actually host these events and make a, a safe space for people to come and actually speak to them especially students, um, yeah. Yeah, it's really important to sort of create that safe space, isn't it? So I think social media is a lot more powerful than we think it is, especially during these times. I mean, over the last year, I think all of us have pretty much spent most of our time on like Zoom and things like that. So I think maybe having some sort of, um, maybe even if it's like a two-week checkup or something like that, where people can sort of have these drop-in sessions with, professionals or even if it's just people in their local community to have conversations and because sometimes it it is just the case of you want to have a conversation just to get some things off your chest you know lighten the load I guess um so yeah having things like that would be really important right yeah I I agree like Leila said um COVID kind of you know ruined what could have been but um I feel as well even though social media has like played a, um, a huge part on mental health and whatnot, um, I do think it also was quite beneficial because um, there are loads of accounts and people who are sharing so much knowledge on what mental illnesses and what, like, what you can do to help yourself and make yourself you know, feeling better and whatnot. So yeah, I, I just thought I'd shed light on like, how social media accounts as well have benefited and spread knowledge on mental health issues. Yeah, I mean, I think um, Amira and Zara mentioned the same thing where, you know, it does, it can be negative, but also positive and where you can go and find out what other people are talking about and find out about the things available, especially those that are local. I guess just thinking about, you know where we are and how how our communities respond to this do you think we're at a stage where you know the young people are more and more likely to talk about it but i think we just need a bit more work i guess 
especially working with places of faith or you know churches mosques temples and you know those those that are local in the community that they work and them leading on these conversations so you know everyone plays their role rather than you know us just having these conversations doing these events do you, do you see do you see them playing a role in, in tackling mental health and the stigma around it I do think it's really important for everyone to be involved and for everyone to play a part on like when it comes to tackling mental health issues and the tab the fact it's a taboo topic and um, yeah I feel like it's especially because of COVID people have now I don't know if it's just me who've like noticed it but especially now people have suffered a lot with mental health issues um like for instance I know lots of people who are now suffering with social anxiety and whatnot and um being like even though they might feel as if they know that they are suffering with this being able to have the 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 people that they're around say like if they're surrounded by um if they're a Christian in the in the church or if they're Muslim and they go to mosque being able to have people there to give aid and help for them when it comes to these you know mental health issues would be really beneficial for them so yeah I feel like it's important to have it you know help given in every situation whether it's in a workplace at home in clubs that they go to in the um yeah in their faith I think it's um important for everyone to put their hands in and make sure that they're doing their part to tackle it yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with you. I think, um, I think you know, each episode we've done in this season, everyone's pretty much said the same thing about all of us need to have that conversation and have it in an open and safe space. And it's not just a few people to solve the problem, but rather we have to work together to tackle these the stigmas and the issues around mental health. And, you know, one of the ways is doing that is through podcasting, is through events, and is through just having these conversations with your friends. Um, and I think it's really important we continue to do that, especially, as you said, it, during lockdown and COVID, where, you know, so many of the issues have been uh, further worsened. And I think it's for us to continue to work together to tackle those, tackle those problems. It's definitely really important because whether it's one person around or, you know, a club or, you know, their household, when one person feels as if they can speak about their mental health issues it you know it allows them to you know feel better and causes such you know beneficial help towards everybody else who may be suffering as well um but yeah I feel like it's important for it to be a normal conversation for people it shouldn't be something that you know people walk eggshells around um I think that's the right saying, eggshells. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. I think it was. But um, yeah, I feel like it's important just to feel okay to speak about it because I think that's a huge issue, especially, say, like, the Muslim community. It's very difficult to say, oh, I feel like my well-being is deteriorating or I'm not feeling, you know, at my utmost best right now. Um, I feel like when it's not physical people neglect it um Mm -hmm. but to push you know the idea of mental health being a priority needs to you know go further than it already is but yeah I do think it's quite important yeah 
yeah that's really true because that that's such a really good thing to sort of press on because if you see somebody's you know physically not well um mm. then you you sort of tend to put that forward before somebody who looks fine on the outside but on the inside you know they might be deteriorating mental health wise they might need support they might need health help but they look okay on the outside but it doesn't necessarily mean that the person is at their best or you know at the best health that they can get at that time but it's really important to sort of enable people to have um you know a platform even if it's not even a platform just to speak with their friends and have these conversations where they can say hey you know I'm not feeling too good today um even if it's the case of maybe going for a walk with your friends and things like that that might help it doesn't necessarily mean that everything's going to be fine um you know it's a process no one's going to wake up and feel okay the next morning it is a process and I think we all need to sort of help each other to overcome that um and sort of press on the fact that just because somebody looks okay on the outside it doesn't mean that everything's you know all good and well you know in inside I guess yeah I agree um um, I was gonna say you opening up to somebody might make them open up to you as well so it makes that oh we both have this together and it's not just me who's feeling this way so it it just makes a safe space for both of you at that point so you know that or you're not alone yeah definitely that's why like in in the beginning of this episode where I was saying where your events were really it's really important to have events such as the ones you've had because somebody could have you know not have spoken to somebody before about what they're going through tagged along with a friend to the event saw that you know these people are having open discussions they're telling everybody what they're feeling at the time and how they want to get you know get help and things like that and because they've seen other people opening up it might enable them to open up um that's why like it is it is a, such a shame obviously because the circumstances but um in the near future how how do you think things are going to pan out um in terms of the sm podcast do you want to sort of get back to you know events and things like that where, where do you see it heading in, in terms of the future um i think that events would be obviously are something that we'd love to go back to um, like mm-hmm. you said, it had a huge impact on people. Um, it was nice to sort of bring people in the community together and sort of everyone feel like they can be vulnerable and completely true to, you know, who they are. It was mm-hmm. really lovely to see that. So to be able to go back to that and also just keep pushing, you know, being like very pro mental health is something that we just want to keep doing. but. In terms of plans and stuff, um, apart from that, yeah, I'm podcasting. Just keep going with the podcasting. Obviously, COVID made it a lot more difficult because of the restrictions mm-hmm. to keep recording and whatnot. But um, hopefully, we can go back to recording without Zoom, so face-to-face. And yeah. Yeah, just being able to be around people again would be our ultimate goal. So, yeah. What about you, Leila? Um, also to make um, more connections as well with other people that have a platform um, mm-hmm. and Hakeem said as well yeah podcasting is our main um, priority as well because we, we we felt like when COVID hit it was the only thing that actually kept us like 
it was almost the only thing that kept us sane because we had nothing else to do mm-hmm. so just make it like we want to bring on more people on our podcast in um so yeah I think that's about it and events were I, we love doing events so it was like mm-hmm. it was a shame that we couldn't do that but we did some zoom events as well in quarantine yeah yeah probably. I seen yeah how did you get on with the zoom events it was really good as well because we could have people who were from outside of Cardiff that we've never had come to our events before so it was a lot of people make we made more connections through that and the people that were there they also spoke to each other we put them in breakout rooms and stuff like that so it was really nice um just to have that chat and we had games because everyone was at home so they might have felt alone so it was like nice to bring for that one night everyone just came yeah. together and speak to each other definitely right it's, it's important to network isn't it because you never know where that could sort of take you um it just opens up a whole a whole other chapter doesn't it but yeah you know you guys are really doing amazing things you you've been going for quite a while now and I'm hoping that in the near future you guys do seem to expand get your events back up and running um and hopefully not always have your uh podcasts via zoom because it's not it's not the best but um do you want to let people know what sort of platforms and things that you're on so um they can sort of get to listen yeah you can follow us on instagram the sm podcast um and also on twitter the sm podcast one um but yeah you can follow us on there and where else you can find us on apple apple podcast spotify basically every every platform if you search up the sm podcast yeah great perfect is there anything else you guys want to add before we wrap up no that's it i think great amazing Thank you so much for joining us, guys, for our last episode on season three. Um, it's been an amazing season about mental health. You can go on our uh, social media and watch, um, sorry, listen into all the other episodes as well. We will be sure to tag the SM podcast on our social media so you guys can definitely check them out. You know, this week about a lot of amazing things that are happening in our communities. Um, you know, they, they hold events, like we've said podcasts and things like that so definitely check them out um but thank you so much for joining us it's been great and take care bye guys bye